Hey, girlfriends. Welcome to the after party. The bonus beat of our podcast where the vibe is all about kicking back with the untold entertainment-packed stories from the life of yours truly and my personal crew, my besties, my girlfriends, my real-life girlfriends. Not that you guys are my real-life girlfriends. Listen, I love you guys, but we all have, you know, our personal lives and the people who surround us. So I will be having future episodes with all my girlies, which I cannot wait. Um, Season three is going to be going to kick off pretty amazing. But here at the after hour party, every episode is an after hours VIP pass to the candid tales that are as hilarious as they are heartfelt. From adventures to those aha moments, these stories aren't just for kicks. They come with their own brand of wisdom. So grab your backstage pass to the laughs and the real talk. Girls, girlfriends, I don't know if you saw on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on my Instagram, come follow me, amandayoa.official. Come say hi. Send me a DM. Comment on my posts. I love to get to know my community members, my goal friends, those who are listening. So if you don't follow me, come follow me. For those who do follow me and look at my stories from time to time, recently I told the story of when we had to dig up my grandfather. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. What? I know. Me too. Let me give a little backstory. So in 2020, my grandfather, his name is Stanley. He passed away in 2020 of, um, uh, he had cancer and it was a whole thing. Um, you know, he fought a short battle and succumbed to cancer in 2020. So, you know, we had the whole bit. COVID was a thing. The man actually got what he wanted because he never really wanted like a big thing made about him. He hated hated funerals he hated funerals um he always wanted you know just a little thing he didn't never want it to be eulogized he just wanted to be quick painless you know to the point and the man got what he wanted because of covid uh, we really couldn't have as many people in the church we're catholic so we couldn't have as many people in the church um so you know suffice to say he got what he wanted uh now i'm gonna share another thing that he wanted in this really um this is an important part of the story. So he used to always joke, my grandmother is a very devout Catholic. If she does not go straight to sainthood when she passes away, I will be shocked beyond belief because this woman has been devout. She's very involved in her church. She is the president of the St. Anne Guild, the whole bit. Her name is Betty. She's a spitfire. I wish I had her on right now, um, but she is home and... Um, doing her normal Betty things that she does on this beautiful day. But anywho, so um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So she's a very devout Catholic. and But my grandfather used to always joke around and say, when I die, Amanda, I want to be cremated and I want my ashes thrown off the Walt Whitman Bridge so that they blow into my neighborhood of Port Richmond. And I used to look at him and say, well, you're crazy if you think grandmom is going to allow that. Because back then, Catholics couldn't even get cremated. It was against our religion. 
It was, I, I don't really necessarily know if it was against the religion, maybe old school it was against. And she just, you know, she's very old school. But recently I know Jesus said it was okay to now cremate people. So now the Catholic church, you know, says it's okay. So, um, that being said, my grandfather, actually, I fought with my grandmother tooth and nail. I said, you have to give grandpa his wishes. He wants to be cremated. He needs to be cremated. Just because that's your belief doesn't mean it's, you know, was his belief. And the man wanted to be cremated. So that's what we're going to do. So she broke down. She said, you know what? You're right. Let's cremate him. So, you know, he died in 2020. We did the whole funeral, the burial at a cemetery in a not so great area of Philadelphia. It's not very safe. Um, you know, you risk kind of being held up in the cemetery when you were going to visit your relatives. You know, my grandmother brought, bought this plot years and years and years ago. Her family was buried there. And back back then, it wasn't as bad as it is now. You know, time goes and things change. Um, so that being said, you know, he's been there for three years now. And she's been starting to second guess her choice of having him buried there. And I think a part of that has to do with the realization of knowing that, although I don't think that she's leaving this earth anytime soon, you know, she's 83 years old. So the thought of, well, what happens to me after is a very real thing for her. And, you know, the, the cemetery itself, they haven't really been doing a good job of keeping up with the cemetery, um, you know, we've just had issues with showing up and things not looking nice. And, you know, that was very much not my grandfather nor my grandmother. They are neat freaks, to say the least. Very clean. So showing up with things, you know, not taken care of was a, a big no-no for Betty. So um, she decided with the blessing of the priest at her church that we were going to dig my grandfather up. We were going to exhume his body, right? So, of all people, she asks me to help her with this task. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm the eldest granddaughter. I will do that for you, you know? But I gotta admit, like, things crossed my mind. You know, I, I said, um, you know, when does one ever dig up their relative? <laughs> <laughs> I said to many people, this is definitely a once in a lifetime experience. It's something that we don't normally ever go through and something I hope I never go through again, quite frankly. So that being said, you know, all these things kind of went through my mind and I thought to myself, you know, what does, what does one do when they have to dig up their loved one. You know, we we had to, we had the task of, of bringing him home for a couple of days until we could put him in his final, final resting place, which is in a little, um, where I, I actually don't know the name of it, but it's like a very nice uh, area of stone where there's little, cub like cubby holes in the kindergarten class where the kids put their lunch and all of that. That's kind of what it looks like. Only your remains go in there. Now you have to be cremated to be put in these boxes. So thankfully he was able to be moved because he's cremated. Um, so my, and it's right outside of our church in the back of our church. And I said, you know what, girl, I think that's a really good idea. I'd be much more inclined going to see my grandfather, you know, when I'm at church for the holidays or what have you at my church rather than 
risking my safety and showing up to a place that doesn't look that great. You know, I'm not really, I'm not big on visiting graves to begin with. It's just not my thing. It's not my grandmother's thing either. But, you know, I, it's very, it's much more nice where we have him now. So I said, you know, I'm on board with this. I support you in this. And if this is something that you want for a grandpa and yourself, you have my 100% support and help, whatever you need. She's like, okay, good, because I need you to go with me to go get get them. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, and then I, the, again, the thoughts start crossing my mind. I'm like, you know, what does one, what does one do when they have to pick up their loved one from what was at one time their final resting place? You know, I got, I had to put them in my car. So I'm like, okay, do I buckle them in? So I put them in the front seat. Like when we traveled, I was always family holidays. We traveled to my aunt's house out of the city. So I was always the one closest and able to get my grandparents. So they always came with me. My grandfather always sat next to me. I drove um, or or even if my husband drove, he always sat in the passenger seat. Um, so he was always the co-captain. So I'm like, do I put him in the front seat and make grandma get in the back because he's in the front and that was always his seat? can't put him in the back of the car because then he might slide all around you know all these things are going through my head so um you know I say to her I'm like okay well um I imagine that he's probably going to be dirty when we when we get him you know because he was in a dirt hole um I said you know what are we gonna put him in and my grandma goes well I'm gonna bring a shop right bag what I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm going to put them in a bag. I'm like, okay. Um, Again, what is right? We don't know. We've never done this before, but I know good and well. I don't want to bring a ShopRite bag that once held my holiday baking and cooking ingredients to now contain my grandfather's remains. I'm like, no, I don't think we should do that. That's not a good idea. She goes, oh, why not? You know, he ain't going to care. He grew up poor. He's, I'm like, what does that even make a difference? He grew up poor. I mean, my grandfather grew up poor. He he lived um, with his grandparents. Both of his parents died very young when he was 17. So he was raised by his Polish grandparents who owned a bar in the city. Um, But suffice to say, they were, they grew up very poor. And, you know, how to make, make do of, you know, it was just the sign of the times of things, the way things were back then. He grew up in a predominantly Polish neighborhood and he was poor. Um, But that being said, I'm like, well, you know, uh, no, we're not doing that. So I'm like, I'm going to bring a blanket. And she said, okay, if you want to bring a blanket, if that makes you feel better, bring a blanket. And I'm bringing the, I'm bringing the bag. I'm like, okay, you bring the bag and I'll bring the blanket. So I picked Betty up. Now I wish, again, I wish you guys could have met or could meet my grandmother. I'm actually going to have her on my Instagram, probably on Thanksgiving, so you can get a little taste of Betty. Um, love her to death. Now, um, okay, so I get my grandmom in the car, right? So now we have to travel through the Badlands <laughs> to the cemetery. Um, now, I, when I say Badlands, I'm I'm set. I mean this with all sincerity. Like there's a stop sign, you slow down, but you roll through that stop sign. You don't stop. 
So we make it there in one piece. And, um, you know, she's talking about my grandfather and just telling all these stories. And it was, you know, it was heartwarming. Um, so we pull up and there he goes. And, you know, I, I, I see the guys by his plot and there's a little, um, mound of sand or dirt, you know, they already did the digging. So we get out of the car. I'm like, okay, where is he? And they're like, oh, he's in there. So he was still in the hole. I'm like, okay, still in the hole. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, can you get him out? They're like, okay, we'll get him out. So he's covered in dirt. So luckily I had not one, but two blankets. Thank you, Amanda. I know. Um, but he was filthy, dirty, muddy. It, it must be wet under the ground. So he was very dirty. Um, I also noticed that I guess from digging him up, they now I know when a, a normal casket goes down into the ground, there's like a crypt that it goes into. So it's like a casket in a box, right? When you are cremated, at least at this cemetery, they don't have anything like that. It's just your box in the hole covered with dirt. So that being said, when they dug him up, I guess they didn't exactly know how far down he was or where he was. So they were digging around with the shovel and they put, they took a couple huge chunks out of his stone box that carries his remains. So I saw that before my grandmother did and I thought, Okay, let me quickly wrap this up before all hell breaks loose. Because uh, like I said, my grandmother is a pip. And I didn't know how she would take that. Like I said, these people are pristine. They're clean. If she saw my grandfather with nicks and scratches and big chunks taken out of the stone that he was in, I thought, this is not good. So I tried to brush as much dirt off as I could. I wrapped him up in the blanket. But then I thought to myself, okay... This blanket is kind of muddy. So Graham flops open the bag. She's like, here, stick them in here. I'm like, oh, God. Okay. So I, st I stuck them in the bag. All right. So I stuck them in the bag. And we brought them home. <laughs> and we, uh, in true fashion of my family, who is very meat freakish, we cleaned him as far as cleaning him with a toothbrush. So we get home, we thank, well, first we thank the gentleman who dug my grandfather up and did all that for us and wished them well and went on our merry way. My grandmother held my grandfather in the front seat on her lap and she couldn't get over how heavy he was and, you know, all the things. I couldn't either. I mean, I know he's in a stone, but it's a heavy stone with that and the remains in there. It's heavy, right? So we get him home, we clean him up and, um, brushed him with a toothbrush so that he, you know, his, his wording lettering on his stone was nice and white again. And then she notices all the nicks and scratches and dents and chunks taken out of the stone. And, um, it actually, it went surprisingly well. I thought we were going to have to make a phone call and you, they were going to hear the wrath of, of Betty, but she was fine. She, and I said, you know what, Graham, they didn't know where he was. I guess they were just doing their job digging and realized, okay, we found them and, you know, shit happens, you know. Um, so that is what happened. And uh, this morning I took him, I took my grandmother to our church and they had a beautiful little service for him as we put him in his final, final resting place. And I had told the priest that, 
You know, if there's a will, there is a way. And my grandfather got as close to his way as he possibly could, being married to a very devout Catholic woman of wanting to be in his neighborhood. I said, granted, his ashes were not scattered off the Walt Whitman Bridge, but here he is at his parish in his neighborhood, which I felt was just so heartwarming. And I tell this story not to, you know, again, this is the after party. So this is kind of like just bonus shit that I talk about that has to do with my life. And I was very close. I still am. I'm very close to my grandmother. I was very close to my grandparents. I lived with them for the majority of my life. Um, They always took me everywhere. My grandfather was honestly one of my best friends, if not my best friend. We had a connection like no other and losing him was a very hard hit for me. Um, so this experience was one that I knew I needed um, to, you know, just be there for my grandmother, to support her in her wishes, you know. And it was a heartwarming reminder for me that love truly does exist beyond the grave. You know, that person is still honored and respected, or at least they should be, you know, even though they're not any you know they're no longer physically here and I honestly through this whole experience with my grandmother being as crazy as she is sometimes I have a heightened respect for her and the strength that she has in this season of her life to have to think about what happens after you know that was something that I never even pondered about I mean I'm 37 I'll be 38 in January so death is not really a thing for me to have to think as part of my reality. I can imagine it being 83 or even earlier on in life. You know, you start making those plans. It starts to become your reality. We have that reminder that, yes, we are humans and we're only here for a short period of time. You know, and my grandmother is in that season of that is her reality. It's something that she has to put her thoughts, time and effort into making sure was done to her liking. And that shit takes a form of strength that I don't even think I have right now. You know, I still think about that and I'm like, mm, okay, we're not going to think about that. But I just, I have a heightened respect for her. And, you know, like I said, it was a, a reminder that love truly does exist beyond the grave. When someone is no longer physically here, that doesn't mean that you don't stop caring about them, that you don't stop thinking about them, that you don't stop loving them. And my grandmother and grandfather had a love like no other. They cared about each other for so for so long and so much. They were together as children. They lived in the same neighborhood. It's funny. we They kind of have the same story that me and my husband have. Me and my husband have been together since like we've been longer. <laughs> we've been together longer than we have not been together in our life like we've known each other since we were kids we went to the same grade school and it's just so funny to hear the the comparisons in my grandmother's story with you know when she knew my grandfather and they started dating they were married for 50 some years when my grandfather passed away you know but I would have to think sometimes when you lose a loved one you think well that's it you know that chapter of my life is over and it's really not it's really not. There are no bounds when it comes to love, when it comes to that, you know, those vows that you say on your wedding day. You know, and I truly believe that 
even though somebody is no longer here in the physical, that doesn't mean that we stop caring, stop taking care of them, stop loving them, stop thinking of them as part of our reality. You know, it's different, definitely different, but it's not something that we don't or shouldn't do. So I commend my grandmother. I don't know if she'll listen to this episode, but if she does somehow, I love you, Graham. You are such a pip and you are the matriarch of our family. And this was definitely an adventure, let me tell you. And I have to commend you for not losing your shit when you noticed grandpa was all scratched with dents taken or, you know, chips of stone taken out of his, his stone that he was in. You did a good job there. But that's what I wanted to share with you this after party. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed. Till next time, stay inspired.